18 minutes after the hour four. And in case you've just tuned in, it is Radio Veritas 576 AM. It's that station that gives you the good news and the good music for a change. And welcome to another edition of Changing Gear with myself, Father Brian, a.k.a. Ndamaningi. I'm joined in studio by Sister Hermenegard, who is the SG. You, these days you hear these uh, short forms. Mariki SG, the Secretary General of the South African Catholic Bishops Conference. Sister Hermenegard, good afternoon and welcome. Yes, thank you. Good afternoon, Father Brian. Sister Hermenegard, I was going through your, uh, I was doing homework and research on you, and I just discovered that uh, you've you've done several things in your life. You've done several things. You're currently the only woman in Africa that holds the position of SG, of any Episcopal conference in Africa. How did that happen, Sister? Uh, Father Brian, I don't know how it happened, but coming from very humble beginnings, mm. there is one thing that doesn't appear when you searched uh, on my life, that I'm, I'm a cook, I'm a gardener, yes. I'm a sewing mistress. Those were all the things that I was trained for in the religious life. Wow. So I'm an all-rounder. Yes. My you're not you're not say office fell on No, okay. no. If a bishop is hungry, I'm able to prepare something for him to eat. <laughs> I hear you come from a family of boys alone. Yes. Uh I had in my family we were four children and I'm the second born and the other three are boys. And uh, even in the, with my uncles and so on, they they all had boys, and I was the only girl running around with these boys. And my whole life, the beginning of yes. my life, I used to run with them, go to the fields, chase cows, cows, and all this. And also, I had to fight for myself because sometimes they. Tease me, you are a girl, so what do you want among us? But I had no one to play with. Even my mother would always say, come inside, leave these boys alone. But I wanted to play with my brothers. So it's not the first time that you find yourself no. running and hanging around the big boys? No, no. now I'm hanging around these big boys. So. Now, I clearly see a thread <laughs> from your history and from your life story. Born in the Eastern Cape. In a, your immediate family is obviously full of boys. Your extended family, you're still the only girl. <laughs> but let's take away that from the equation. Yes. How did you get here? You're the only, and this is why you're sitting on this show this afternoon, and this is why we're celebrating this afternoon. You're the you. only mm-hmm. woman in Africa. There is no bishop's conference that has ever had a female up until now. Maybe I should also tell you that when I attend the meetings at the continental level, yes. again, I'm only a woman among all these secretaries uh, that attend. Who are men. Men. So, the, as you say, there is this thread that is going through my life. So, I happen to find myself in that situation. Uh, coming to your question, how did I come to be where I am Yes, today. how did you get there? Ah, I really, uh, in short, I can say uh, after I completed my 
service as a provincial. Yes. I went back to the diocese to do catechetical work okay. because this has been my passion all along. And one day I received a call from my provincial. I was right at the Maluti Mountains. She says to me, can you come, can we meet in Cockstad? I have something to discuss with you. So I thought because she took over from me, so there is something she wanted me to explain. So I went to meet her and she comes with a letter signed by the Cardinal, Cardinal Napier ask him for Sister Hermenegild to come and serve at the Catholic Bishops' Conference. I really <laughs> took it very lightly. I said, this was a joke. I said, what will I be doing in Pretoria? I'm a rural girl. I'm used to the mountains. For me, climbing mountains and trees, mm. that's what I enjoy. What will I be doing in town? And in the office, that's the last thing I would ever think of of working in an office but then he she said to me no this is i need to give a response to the cardinal the cardinal is writing as a president of the bishops conference that time and i said okay give me time i'm going to think about this and to be honest with you i never even thought about it i never prayed about it as i told her i'm going to pray about this anyway i went away and then again, she called and said, I have to give a response to the cardinal. And I said, is this thing really serious? <laughs> <laughs> so <there's> a... <laughs> uh, let's, let's stay with that. Why were you in disbelief? No, I couldn't imagine myself why the bishops are looking for somebody right in the rural area. Okay. There are people working in towns, people more powerful than I, gifted and all these things. So uh, I said, no, this must be a joke. The bishops are not serious about life. So you, you were like Mary who <laughs> said, how can this be? <laughs> but I'm sure you then moved from how can this be to, to let your will be done. Exactly. That's what happened at the end. And when my provincial was really on me saying, I need to give a response. Uh, in between, Father Vincent and Father Richard Menazzi, yes. Father Richard Menazzi was the Secretary General then, okay. and Father Vincent Brennan was the Associate Secretary General. Okay. Because I was not really giving a response, they took a flight from Johannesburg to Mtata. Okay. And they couldn't meet with me because I was right in the bundus in Matatia. Yes. Luckily that day I was in town and when I was phoned, I was told Father Richard wants to speak to me. I said, which Richard? Richard Menard. Yeah. And Richard said, Hemengelt, we are waiting for you. Can you give us an answer? We need to give a response to the bishops, really. And then Father Vincent, I said, Vincent wants to talk to you. Yes. And I said, who is Vincent? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know that he no, was the Secretary no, General. No, I did. I, Father Vincent was the associate. Yes, there. yeah. So I spoke to Father Vincent and he was trying to convince me this. They need me. They need me at the conference. The bishops need me. And he thinks really I will be a valuable asset to the conference and I said but what will I be doing? So then you joined the Bishop's Conference 
at that time at as that the associate, time, associate secretary general yes, yes. and you were appointed for another for three years and another three years went yes. by you finished two terms yes. and you thought i'm going to pack my bags and exactly, go back to my exactly, little trees exactly because i thought i was going back to my little trees and when father vincent finished his term of office now i will talk about secrets yes that's the, that's the whole point <laughs> because we Archbishop Booty was then the president. Yeah. He in, invited us to come to his house. He wanted to see me and Vincent. And because we were preparing that time for the administrative board meeting, so I prepared everything that I was supposed to do for him to look at how the program for the admin board was going to go on. And when I came there, I was busy telling him we were sitting, the three of us. And then after some time, he asked Father Vincent to recuse himself. And then he said to me, Sister, I'm going to propose your name to the bishops for Secretary General. Hmm. No! (laughs) (laughs) I said, no, I can't. I can't. Why not? This is a job for men. Why um, not? Uh, no, I but can't. you've been assisting. I can't, I can't, I can't. And he said, no, sister, I was just informing you that this is what I'm going to do. And that's it. And 12 years later, here we are. Here I am today. And mm. a few weeks ago, you were, you were proposed again for another a third term as Secretary General. Yes, it's true. It's 28 minutes after the hour. For in case you've just tuned in, it is Radio Veritas 576 AM. It's that station that gives you the good news and the good music for a change. I'm joined in studio by the Secretary General of the South African Catholic Bishops Conference, Sister Hermenegert, and we're getting up close and personal, and at the same time, we're celebrating here. In case you've just tuned in, where have you been? Do not touch that dial. That's Dr. Tumi with I'm Forgiven, and it brings us to exactly 26 minutes before the hour five, and it is Radio Veritas 576 AM. I'm joined in studio by Sister Hermenegard, who is the Secretary General of the South African Catholic Bishops Conference, and we're celebrating here, and we're getting up close and personal. Now, Sister Hermenegard, I before the break, uh, we were talking about your reappointment yes. to 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 uh, to to the this office of being Secretary General. Now, let's get into that. What does that involve? Just break it down for Abu Koko who are at home now. Where's that law Secretary General? Ufana no kwede. Really, the, the work at the Secretariat it's demanding because uh, the bishops like now, we are from the plenary yes. session and after the plenary on Tuesday, all bishops left and went back to their own uh, respective uh, dioceses. But then I have to carry out all the decisions they have made. I have to make contacts. I have to make contacts with the Vatican and all those things if there are any uh, issues that have to be taken by the Vatican. Mm. And also to see the different departments or agencies at the Catholic Bishops Conference that they are functioning well, they are doing their work. I'm there at their side. They do co- to do coordination of what is happening. And also attending different meetings that the bishops themselves cannot attend. It could be 
with the department, the government, or the different faith-based uh, communities, yes. ecumenical meetings. We have the department that looks after that, but there are meetings that come up and a bishop cannot be available, so I always stand in for them. Yes. Yes. So you're basically the CEO. (laughs) 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 This is how how our finance manager always introduces me. This is our CEO. (laughs) (laughs) I also gather that you are on an international commission of abuse and uh, protocol. Tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit about that. You were nominated, yes. I think, yes, uh, three, few, three years ago. Three years ago, yes, we were appointed by the Holy Father. We are 17 uh, members on the commission. And don't ask me how was I, uh, I mean, how did I come on to that commission? Even our bishops never made a mistake of saying anything to me because I do believe that they were approached, some of them were approached, so I was appointed onto this commission, and uh, the purpose of the commission really is to assist or to advise the Holy Father what can be done to prevent the sketch that had taken place in the church of the abuse. Mm-hmm. So what we do, we try to propose some policies that can be followed, some uh, Guidelines, for instance, we I, I am on that group of guidelines to see that every conference should follow this particular uh, template, that these issues must be in your guidelines as a conference. Mm-hmm. And others are looking at how do we take care of the, 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 the survivors of yes. abuse. And also another group is looking at the education of the families and how do we create awareness as a whole Mm -hmm. on the people on the ground. Because uh, a lot of time we have been concentrating more on the church leadership. Mm -hmm. But what happens in the family? What do we do to help the families to actually prevent this to happen. Hmm. So I'm also on that one, uh, uh, that committee that looks at the education. We are trying to develop some programs that will help the families, the schools, Hmm. how to prevent, because I think the most important thing is not just to have a protocol, a measure to say, if this happens, this is going to happen. Father Brian will be taken to jail and yes. all this. No, yeah. but how can we prevent it that Father Brian should not even end up exactly, there? Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is what we are doing. And also to create that awareness among the families that they should also see, be able to see when a child is maybe being abused. Mm, yeah? Yeah. What What is it that the parents can see? What is it that the parents can pick up? Yes. And also, really, the whole thing is about prevention. 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 Wow. Speaking yes. about gender, uh, speaking about abuse, uh, because you're on this abuse thing, uh, it's, it's, it's August and it's Women's yeah, Month. Exactly. And often as the yes. Catholic Church, we are accused and we're often uh, thrown stones at to say there is no space for 
for women in leadership at uh, in the Catholic Church. All our, all our sisters and our mothers and our cousins are good for is to sing and to clean and to do all sorts of things, but they are not equal parties when it comes to decision-making and they're not probably at the decision-making body. What's your take on that? Uh, I, I, I would differ maybe in that regard because maybe it's the background that I have of looking at the church in our region. <laughs> the church is run by women. The church is run by women. We have very few men in church. Even if they are there, we don't feel that they are there. They are there, they are trying hard to, to, to do whatever is required, but on the whole, the women are running the show. Uh, I, I wouldn't go to the issue of saying then they must be in front there, you know, at, at no, I don't want to go to that. No, uh, we're not no, going to get into that. No, yeah. but what I want to, to, to stress is that the church is run by women mm. in our country, in our region. If you look at it, even the, the agencies, the departments that I spoke about at the secretariat, when yes. you look at them, these are run by women. Last week at the plenary, yes. uh, uh, we, we, we had an award given to Sister Alison, a Dominican sister, who has worked for 17 years working towards uh, people who, needed, who need help yes. in AIDS. Yeah? Yes. And she has done such a great uh, service to the people of this area here. And those are the people that we, we, we cannot just say they are not there. Women have given so much to the church. And I want to stress that the women are running the church in this part of the world. Especially in Southern Africa. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. And yes. so, and you are a typical, you and some of your colleagues and exactly. you're at, at the yeah. secretariat, you are yes. colleagues to say that uh, this myth is not it, it's actually a myth that uh, ca women in the catholic church cannot be even in leadership mm -hmm. positions and roles mm -hmm. and uh, the fact that there are so many appointments of uh, uh, women in leadership positions actually shows that the church has trust and recognizes yeah, the energies yeah. of our sisters yeah. and of our mothers e e even for the plan my own uh, appointment as secretary general uh, i have said it already when i was first appointed secretary general that if the bishops have appointed me their secretary general just because they wanted to have a woman there, I will have a big problem with them. I do believe that I'm here because the bishops recognize the ability, the capabilities that, that you I, have. That I have. Not because that, of your gender. No. But if they have appointed me because of my gender, then I will have a problem. <laughs> a I, will, I will have to, to, to sit down with the president and say, is this why you appointed me? Mm. But I know they have not appointed me because just because I'm a woman, but it's because of who I am and what they have seen in me as a woman. And what I have done the last uh, uh, 12 years at the secretariat, uh, it's an indication that the bishops appreciate what women are doing in the church. Take us through uh, some of your achievements in the last uh, 12 years. Ah, uh, I think the latest one. 
SPF? The latest one that I would really say for me, it gives me joy, is the whole area of racism. Oh, yes. Oh, that yes. is on the table at the moment. Oh, yes. It's, 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 Repeat it's, that again, because um, <laughs> I've been trying to filter that through our program in here at Radio Veritas, and at some point I thought maybe some of our listeners thought I have got an agenda. <laughs> and uh, Because this week's Southern Cross Southern. has that on okay. the front page okay. of what was taking place at the yes, plenary. Yes, we, 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 it's one of the, the, the achievements. I feel very happy that the bishops, when I presented this to the bishops, that a lot is happening out there. There is a lot of anger among young people. What are you doing as our leaders? And they took it up. Yes. It's not something that they started talking about it yesterday. I think it's almost now three years that they have been looking at this and how do they had input, people coming to give them input, and it was given to the Commission for Justice and Peace to see what can you develop out of this so that we have a reflection that all of us as a church can sit down and look at each other and look at our differences and come to an understanding that we are different in color, height, age and so on, but we are all people of God. Well done. And I think the fact that you've got the church to have that conversation uh, 19 years later is actually a big achievement. It's a, it's a big achievement. And the bishops, after the, the Justice and Peace Commission has developed that uh, reflection, which in actual fact the bishops want this to be our Lenten reflection for 2018. Yo. <laughs> for the whole church in our region, it's Say going to be a, a, a reflection for all of us for the church. But they said, no. It's important also for us hmm, to understand. So that's why they gave two full days during the plenary session to reflect on that, just among themselves to understand where they are as leadership so that they are able to go back to the diocese and say, let us walk together. Hmm? Now you've been reappointed with the next three, is it six years or three years? Three years. Three years. What? Yeah. What? What's your vision? What's your vision? What? 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 Uh, you've been driving this, this, this bus, ne? and you've taken it through this uphill called racism. You've also the other achievement that I think was your whole uh, media strategy that you're coming yes, up with. Yes. And yes, now yes, you, yes. you, you are taking Wehamba Nile, you know. And what, what, what's the vision for you for the future? You, you for the next w- w- three years. for for the next three years. What um. I think it will be tying strings of what has happened the last six years. But I think on my agenda, the most important thing is media. Because I do believe that media and communication is very important for evangelization. And this is where really I want to put all my efforts for this coming three years. Tying strings of mm. all other things that uh, maybe might have been left hanging, mm. but the media is going to be one of. So media them. is a big baby. It's a big baby. So uh, clearly, uh, we'll be making a lot of visits to your office, sister, <laughs> and we'll be You're seeing welcome. and we'll be You're seeing welcome. you. We'll be yes. seeing you support yes. us uh, on the ground because I do believe that's the only way of reaching. Our faithful today. Mm. Media is, has, is such a powerful tool. So if as a church we remain behind, 
then the sheep are in front and the, the shepherds are behind, then yes. we will have a problem. We have, will have a problem. The young people today, you, 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 you need to catch them where they are. Indeed. Yes. What are some of the challenges uh, of that the church is facing right now in Southern Africa in our region? Maybe two. There, there, there are many challenges that the church is facing. The unemployment, especially of the young people, is a big worry for the church. How do we make our young people viable to, to have their own life, to have their own future? It's, it's a big worry for the church, the unemployment. And uh, secondly also, how do we empower families our families to become families we know that there are different pockets kind of families that are coming up i grew up where there is my father my mother and so on but today we have a different kind of society we have single parents and this is where the church needs to focus to because how do we help these single parents to bring up their own children and this is where we get our priests from from the single parents mm. uh, we get our religious nun from so the, 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 the family I think is something also which is a big challenge that the church needs to look at if you just tuned in, where have you been? It's exactly 10 minutes before the hour five. I'm joined in studio by the Secretary General <coughs> of the South African Catholic Bishops Conference, that's Sister Hermenegard, and we're getting up close and personal with her. And I'm going to open the lines now, and uh, if you know Sister Hermenegard, if Sister Hermenegard taught you or you've done business with her, you've crossed, your paths have crossed at some point, we've got exactly 10 minutes to either comment, to either rebuke her, to say anything that you want to say. She's not going to do anything. But remember... The show is our Catholic pride. So we are celebrating Sister Hemenigert. So we are just saying, thank you, Sister Hemenigert. We are saying, Sister Hemenigert, we love you. And if you don't, please don't touch that dial. Allow other listeners to call in and let us celebrate Sister Hemenigert. The number to dial is 011-452-7115. Alternatively, SMS us on 41809. And it is Radio Veritas, 576AM. It's that station that gives you the good news for a change. Hello, this is Chrisalda Dujumash. The good news is that uh, we're changing gears with Father Brian Omfundisotu. Call our studio now on 011-452-7115.
It's eight minutes before the hour five, and uh, you're tuned into Radio Veritas 576 AM. It's changing gear with myself, Father Brian, and I am getting up close and personal with Sister Hemenigert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've got a caller. Good afternoon. You're live on Radio Veritas. Good afternoon, Father Brian, and how are you doing? I'm blessed. How are you, Sister? You are talking to Rishida from St. Matthew's in Tembisa. Great, great, great. Yeah, we are very proud of Sister. We are Mazela, sister. Wim. Thank you. Um, ask her. She met me in Tata on the 1st of July. We had a big celebration there. I was part of the celebration. Oh. We, we are really proud of her as Tata dancers, Precious Blood Sisters. <laughs> I was raised by Precious Blood Sisters, actually. Oh, thank so, you. <laughs> we, we are happy that she's part of. Catholic Bishops Conference, and she's doing a good job. So we're really proud of her. And thank you for her life. Thank you, Mama. Thank you. Please pray for us that we do a good job. And Most of the time, we have to ask about what we Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank Thank you. Bye. Sister, how do you cope with some of the pressures that your job comes with now on a personal level? How do you relax? Uh, What do you do? Just to let your gut down. To to let my steam out. Mm. I always like to take a walk. Okay. And I just want to relax in the on the in the park mm-hmm. and just enjoy the breeze so and walk across Pretoria yes yes <laughs> How far no you look at what happens and you don't just walk alone all right mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. take let's take right. let's take this caller you live on Radio Veritas good afternoon hello father Brian and this is true thank you hello I'm so glad to share that the women are waiting for the first time I hear the story of the women and the bishops, the secretary. Hey. I'm so glad that people are doing something for us. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So mm. I am very happy. I appreciate uh, for all the work you are doing there. Thank you, Mama. Thank you, Mama. Mm. Thank, yes. ma. Thank you very much. Mm. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> the number to dial is 011-452-7115. Alternatively, SMS us on 41809. You live on Radio Veritas. You live on Radio Veritas. Good uh, afternoon. Uh, hello. 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 How are you, ma? Fine, thank you. And Munomonde, Matiso, Diamazu, Sister Kakulu. Now, God, again, go to Libel. No, I remember <laughs> you very well, Munomonde. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And Father Brian, I believe is a retard because if a retard really is nigger, Ulaz, Olukul, 
nangezi ndio ezi mingi ezi nzuwayo go mama na banya abantu sae bulela mtakanga kwa sae itandazela kwa kona kwa kudela ya nseki sa ususteka lsiti ukwa nguye no mpegi i remember very well in 1971 i think Yes, no wonder. Saint Teresa. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, no wonder. Yes. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's four minutes before the hour five. And, uh, sister, how does that make you feel hearing all that? Hearing all that? Hearing all this uh, 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 feedback that's coming? I feel humbled, really, mm. but at the same time, very happy that uh, the church is making a mark in the lives of the people because that's what the church is all about. Yes. And this is what Veritas is about, mm. to tell the good news. Exactly. And we are here to say, because you are mm. a living test, you are a, a gospel in itself. We are telling the good news to say, hi, 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 hi. Mm. Before you people start shooting at mm. the Catholic Church that's and talk, telling mm. rubbish, women are like this. Here we are being told about 60% of so, leaders are <laughs> at the conference <laughs> at, at our section are women. Mm. You know, mm, our women, yes. are, you know, and mm. our churches are full of women. And so we need to, to, to demystify that. And uh, that's why we're celebrating you, because you are making us proud to be Catholic and you are making a lot of people look up to you. Now, sister, how do you use the platform that you have to empower other people, be they male or females? You mean as a secretary general? As a secretary general, um, as oh, sister Hemenik, because you have a platform. Eh? When you yes. cough, all yes. the all the cockroaches <laughs> in there. <laughs> this is a poem. I might throw as it. Okay, how do you use that platform? No, uh, to empower others. Like if I look at the secretariat itself, the the people that I'm working with, they know. Hmm. I I I squeeze you to bring the good in you. That is what I do. I don't want people who come and think. We don't know what to do, but I, I will squeeze you, bring out the goodness that is in you. Show us what you can do to contribute to the uh, uh, broader community. And this is what I'm also expecting from the, the women out there, that mm. the, the goodness that is in us, the love that we have, it, it has to go out there and we bring it out in what we are doing as women. Do you see the work that you're doing now and that you've been doing in the last 12 years as being part and parcel of your pro- your purpose in life? Uh, yes, exactly. I, I, I don't doubt that. Of, of, I, of all when I fell, mm, he pointed at you. Yes, I'm, I'm here and I'm proud because mm. of the women that support me. I, I get these messages. I, I, even when I go to the meetings in the, in the continental meetings and people look at me, are you the only woman? Yes, yes, I am the only one here. What's your message and, to our sisters this afternoon? Uh, uh, the ladies out there, I think we need to, to be courageous enough and also to acknowledge the goodness that is in us, the things that we can do to make a difference in the society and especially our women. And especially during this month of women, and it's, it's, it's something that is very important for us that we are such powerful creatures that God has created. Powerful women 
and we can do a lot to do a big change and bring a bring big change in the society. Bati, you strike a woman, you strike, strike a rock. It's yes. exactly 5 p.m. Do not touch that dial. We're going to move into our finance, but sister is going to be back at about 20 minutes after 5.